This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. All right, Stig. Stig? Stig. Listen, uh-huh. I'm not going to use the word cover. We go, we go over a lot of stuff. I think that's what you always say. We deal with a lot of great stuff in this episode mm-hmm. today. Rock climbing, Florida. Flip-flops. Flip-flops. <laughs> Living in vans. Could you do it? Couldn't you? You're going to have to listen to find out. Yeah. I mean, there's no other way to, to know. To in- <laughs> you got you to gotta tune in. You got to keep listening. Yes. Yeah. So let's just get right to it, ladies and jerks. Welcome to Free Solo. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast, and Tick and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Tig. Hey. Hey, Cheryl. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Wait, why did you say it like that? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm still fatigued with everything, you know. Yeah. It's a lot. The pandemic, I, I'm, I keep hoping it's over. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It's not. No. And then I wake up and it's like, ah, shit. How is it? Are you still kind of pulling away a little bit from like social media? and? Yeah, I am. I am. What percentage? I'm, honestly. Like uh, if, if you're really honest with yourself and everybody listening. For once, be honest. Yeah, quit lying. Well, I I used to post on my Instagram almost every day. Okay. And now I'm I'm posting maybe two or three times a week. And how's your scrolling? Nonstop. I don't. I don't <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't scroll that often, but I do go down rabbit holes <laughs> because there's and I'm not even on TikTok really, but sometimes on Instagram a TikTok will Sounds show up. Sounds like you're and, on TikTok. And there's like one little video TikTok out there uh-huh. where, you know, somebody's like putting the dishes away and then you hear music go, you got to move, you got to do this, everybody dance now. And then whoever's like unloading the dishwasher stops and like gives it their all with yeah. all their dance moves. Mm-hmm. And it really makes me laugh and it brings me joy. And then I, 
I go down a rabbit hole of watching one person after another. But then do you ultimately feel joy after you've watched these random people dance in their kitchen? I do because I feel like, okay, good. Some people are out there and they're, you know. But what about you being one of the people out there dancing? Well, then actually that does take time in my brain because I'm like, uh, maybe I should do a TikTok dance to everybody dance. But can't you just dance in your place without filming it and without posting right. it? That's that's a fair question. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> which I did. Oh, which I did. So then I turned on the music. Uh huh. And I was like, Oh yeah, I can do uh, the Running Man and Roger Rabbit. Oh, I got moves. And it was just me dancing alone <laughs> in my living room. <laughs> And it brought me joy. Well, there you go. I was just telling you how, you know, I used to, well, not I used to not follow pop culture. I still have never followed pop culture. <laughs> and it, something has to be really big for it to hit me, you yeah. know, it, for, for word to get to me. And people get so confused and irritated. And they're like, how do you not know about this person or this show? And I'm like, I just don't. And then I told you now I'm stepping away from reading the news. And then because I used yeah. to, I told you, go down rabbit holes yeah. with the news. Like I, it was Ugh. crazy. And now Stephanie will just be like, oh, hey, did you hear? Literally, I think two days ago, she asked me about the girl who was murdered on that trip yeah. with her fiance. Right. I was like, no, hadn't heard about it. Hadn't heard and she about was it. like, I can't even believe <laughs> that you... That you missed it. Yeah, but it's like, I don't need to know. Right. I'm sorry that happened to her. Right. But I don't feel like I need to know all of the salaciousness. and Like to wake up every yeah. morning. That's the first thing you see. Yeah. And it's so sad. and It's so sad. And you're um, helpless to it. What I can do is make sure I'm as safe as I can be and the people around me are as safe as they can. Like right. I can... I can only do what's in my immediate work. power. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, so now I'm drifting more and more out of touch now that I'm not, <laughs> I'm listening to NB, I told you, I listen to NPR's like five minute podcast update when I think about it. And there's some days I don't even listen to that, but I get yeah. the major headlines. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm on a little like raft and I'm just floating away. <laughs> You've got the trickle-down news. Yeah. So if it's bad enough or important enough, it'll get to you. Yeah, Stephanie will tell It'll get to your ear Yeah, she'll yeah. be like, she'll, and I love when she asks me something. She'll be like, did you hear about that plane that crashed? That, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> didn't hear You're about breaking it. news. Like, I just, She's breaking. I, didn't, I didn't hear. <laughs> so I'm sorry about the tragedies. But yeah, there course. are endless tragedies in the world. Yeah. So anyway, well, that's what's going on. I'm in New Orleans also, if you care. I'm at my cousin's house in New Orleans. Do you think your cousin is getting sick of you? (laughs) I feel like you've been at your cousin's house Well, I was at my cousin's house in Mississippi. Now I'm at a cousin's house in New Orleans. Oh, a different cousin. Well, because I'm out here for so long. I thought you were in Mexico. Well, I was in Mexico, but I'm saying Mm. I'm in the New Orleans, Mississippi area area for so long that I can't bring myself to go stay at a hotel. No, you should stay with family. Yeah, I get I get a little um, I like staying at a hotel if it's one night or maybe a week. But after that, I get a little sad and lonely. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And like last night, my cousin and I hung out and watched Free Solo, which is our episode. Mm. 
and I, I bring, you know, vegan food to her and her fiance every day and morning. And Aww, so that's it's so nice. It's nice. I'm not like in their business. Then, and also what? they have a duplex. So I'm in the upstairs. Okay. It's a two bedroom duplex upstairs guest area. You're not just like sitting in the living room eating Cheetos every time they walk in the door. Like, what's going on? Me and my Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> Tig, are you ready? You want to talk about free solo? I do. Do you want to? Okay. I mean, I hope you do. Yeah, I'm, That's I'm, what I'm. I'm dying to. Okay. So today we are talking about Free Solo, mm. and it's a 2018 American documentary directed by hmm, Elizabeth Chai Vasarhali. <laughs> I should have looked it up before this moment in time. Vasa Vasarhala. Vasarhay, girl, hey. <laughs> And Jimmy Chin. It chronicles professional rock climber Alex Honnold as he prepares to climb El Capitan in Yosemite without the aid of ropes. The film is produced by National Geographic. Free Solo premiered at the Telluride Film Festival and would go on to win Best Documentary at the 91st Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't know. Okay. Nope, till this moment. <laughs> I just watched Thomas, our producer, almost spit out his coffee. (laughs) Just did a spit take. (laughs) Interesting. That's so interesting that it won. And hearing about Telluride, it makes me miss Telluride. I used to spend a lot of time there. I used to go to the Telluride Bluegrass Festival every year. So sweet. That that town is so sweet. And then I used to also do the um, Telluride Comedy Festival. Yeah. So, oh, oh. I get back to tell you right. Oh, so in case you haven't seen this documentary, mm-hmm. I did. Had you seen it before? I did. Actually, Thomas and I went to see it when it came out in the theater. We went together. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. When Thomas was my assistant. Oh, back before he was a big shot producer. Big shot producer mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Now he won't go to the theater with you. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't have to, he's like, no, it's not. I'm I feel on, like if I called off. Thomas and I was like, hey, do you want to go see a movie? I feel like he's nodding no, that's yes. True. He, he no, would because go. he was uh, because I saw about your uh, at the movie that you and um, Stephanie directed. Oh yeah, he was that. He didn't have to go, but he did. Yeah, but <laughs> why? Why do you feel like Thomas doesn't like me? Because we've worked together so long. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Do you know how long assistant. I've worked with Thomas? No, how long? Guess. I think I have an educated guess because I might have heard it before. Okay. Ten years? Seven. Seven years? Yeah. <gasps> Ooh, I nailed it on my second try. <laughs> I mean, that's a long time. It is. Yeah, it's nice to have history and to know. Or you history. Know, to know, or history. Mm-hmm. To know what someone's capable of. Or themstory. Themstory. Hmm. It's close to dumpster. What? Dumpster. Themstery sounds like dumps, dumpster. It is not close it, to dumps. That, you're thinking of dumpstery. <laughs> it reminds me of the word dumpstery. Yeah, that's what you're thinking of. <laughs> okay, listen. Would you go see a movie with me? Yes, of course, Tig. Okay, well, I'm just trying to get a gauge here. You're making me feel Are like you the worried, most unpopular like, person. <laughs> I think I'm just projecting of all the things that I've asked my assistant to do, where she was probably like, ugh, all right, yeah, I'll go to that thing with you. <laughs> well, see, Thomas and I were on, he was on tour with me 
And, ah. and so it was just kind of like, uh, I don't make my assistants like hang out with me. It's more of like, oh, hey, I'm going out to lunch. <laughs> do, I'm going to go grab something to eat. And I was going to maybe go see this movie. You are welcome to come, but you don't oh. have to. I'm never like... Yeah. You work for me, so you have to like talk on the phone with me. Oh, and yeah, you that's have what to, I do. Yeah, yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> I'm like, Gabby, I've got some issues I need to work through. Mm-hmm. Sit down and let me tell you what's what my problems are. Oh boy. First of all, she knows what your problems are. She does. Yeah. She should be she should be like, Yeah, I've known that for six months. I don't know why you're just now realizing it. See if if I asked my assistant to go the, if I said, I'm going to lunch, I'm going to a movie, you can come if you want to, or please don't feel like you have to. And they said, oh, my God, I can't think of anything worse than spending my off time with you. I would think that was hilarious. And I would be like, I hear you. No problem. I would not take offense. Well, I learned early on because I was like, oh, there's a screening of such and such. Would you be interested in going? And she's like, hmm pretty far it's a long drive (laughs) okay i hear you you. translation complete (laughs) so um anyway anyway okay so so free solo Mm -hmm. which by the way i'm embarrassed to say remember the documentary about the guy who got his arm stuck in the yeah hole hole oh and then he cut it off I think it was conflating the two. Okay. Because when I hear the word free, it sounds like... Um, you cut your arm off? A verb. Well, like to free somebody. So I was thinking, oh, this must be the guy that we need to free from the rocks. Well, Cheryl, yeah, if not. this yeah. guy was stuck in the rocks and yeah. somebody was filming him as a documentary... Mm. He probably wouldn't have had to cut his arm off. Unethical. He probably would have been like, hey, could you put the camera down? Right. This is serious. Yeah, I'm stuck. Well. So did you have like a feeling of disappointment because it never got to the arm getting cut off? (laughs) Well, I think I, I think I was aware early on, oh, this is not that. Okay. So when I found out what free solo means. Yes. Like it's. Free isn't. Did you Google something? How did you find out? (laughs) I just was paying attention. Oh, Oh, free solo Uh is when a rock climber. I mean, is it fair to call them rock climbers? I guess completely fair. But they just these people seem to only like to like scale really steep, slippery rocks. Does that not interest you? It's scary. It's uh, scary. I mean, do I want to watch people? Uh, Plummet. A lot of close up of close ups of their feet, trying to find the tiny, tiny little ledge Crevice. on the side. Yeah, I don't. I got, I have enough of it now. I don't. I don't need to see another documentary about somebody looking for that tiny little ledge. What if there was a documentary on the guy who cut his arm off? Would you want to see that? Well, I think that's very interesting because you know, you're faced with a life or death. Um, so was this guy. Listen, I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm just saying that's... (laughs) But what I found out that free solo means is that it's somebody climbing without a rope. So there's no safety measure at all when they climb 
very dangerous, you know, scaling these, these rocks and mountains. I had a friend who fell to his death. <gasps> oh, my God. Doing, doing this? Well, not doing that, but he was a rock climber. In fact, I went on a trip with him and his best friend Micah uh, on a bouldering trip in Utah where you just climb boulders. and Boulders. You know, he was an avid climber and experienced. Um, and then he... You know Red Rocks Amphitheater in Denver? Um, it's actually really. in Morrison, Colorado, which is right outside of Denver. But um, Mike and Micah climbed up Red Rocks Amphitheater. It's, it's an outdoor amphitheater in the middle of the mountains. It's so beautiful. Did you ever see the U2 video, Sunday Bloody Sunday? It's live, and they're like mm, at an... Well, running around a rock, maybe. No, you didn't it see did, it. But did anyway, stick in my head. Okay, okay go ahead. Anyway, or maybe is it, yeah, is it New Year's Day, Sunday, Bloody Sunday? Is that the same? Sunday, Bloody Sunday. I always thought it was someday. No. Someday, Bloody, that doesn't make sense. Sunday, <sighs> Bloody Sunday. Why, why a Bloody we'll, Sunday? We'll bleep that out. But uh, <laughs> so Mike and Micah climbed Red Rocks. And you're not okay. supposed to climb Red Rocks. It's an amphitheater. But they right. did. Okay. Ugh. And like. It's not the hardest, you know, it was, it was like Mike's abilities were beyond climbing red rocks. You know what I'm saying? Right, it was just a freak right. accident where Ugh, he fell God. and Micah <gasps> oh my ran God. and climbed down red rocks. Oh like, and he said God. he doesn't remember how he got down that mountain. And like he said he knew Mike was dead and he oh he he got down that mountain down Red Rocks so fast and flagged down this elderly couple uh, to help him. But he said there was no way Mike lived through that. Oh, my God. It's so insane. So dangerous. Yes, that's right here. That it, it Being a free solo climber is so dangerous that only 1% of climbers attempt it. Because if you make one tiny mistake, it's fatal. Yeah. I mean, clearly that's why this, documentary is so extraordinary because to get into the mind of somebody who says yes mm -hmm. I want to do that yeah. and I understand if I make the tiniest mistake I'm gonna die mm -hmm. what type of person wants to do that a precise robotic person yes yeah that's right who really thrives on precision right so Alex is that person uh-huh he is part of that one percent yeah, he lived in his van for nine years. Mm -hmm. He dropped out of college and um, dirt bagged. <laughs> Vagabond rock climbed. I have to say, I'm not a rock climber. I think you know this. Yeah. The most rock climbing I did was with my friend Mike Hanley, who, like I said, passed away. But I, there were weird ways that I related to this guy. In what way? <sighs> I, of course, love my life. I love Stephanie. I love our children. I love our three cats. I love our home. I love my career. I love my friends. But I kind of, it kind of appeals to me to like live on the road and have minimal belongings and. Ugh. 
<laughs> that sounds that sounds so terrible. I know, and I, well, I how, for how long you feel like you would could do that for how long? The rest of your life, live in a van and and wash your. Uh, first your, of all, I would not wash my clothes by stepping on them in the shower. The way you have no choice. What are you gonna do? Well, I would rinse Pull them and like rinse them out with my hands. I would. I just. I mean, I have some dignity. Okay. <laughs> Well, if you're by yourself, you don't need dignity. Well, I know, but I'm also a germaphobe in ways. Mm. And so it would just really be a bit much for me to, mm. you know, but... Step on your clothes in the shower. Yeah, and then call them clean. Oh, <laughs> it bothered me, um, and it shouldn't have. It's none of my business. I don't it's like really the way not. that Alex eats his food See, I could eat like that. with a spatula. I could do that. I don't like it. I don't live like that, but I could. But you could. I could, and I think I... Could just be satisfied. Well, no, I would enjoy, like, going town to town and visiting friends and family mm. and, like, trying new vegan restaurants on the road and finding cute cafes and you taking just said walks. You, you just said you, got, you get lonely if you're in a hotel room by yourself for three nights. No. Now, now you're talking about no. living the rest of I your said, life in a van. I'm also talking about visiting people. Okay. And 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 like going to restaurants and cafe. It's not like I'm going to go live in a a squirrel hole in a tree. <laughs> squirrel. I don't I don't know. Well, well Alex was living in a van in the, a Walmart parking lot. See, I'm not a fan of Walmart. That's where we're different. <laughs> One thing that struck me was mm -hmm. he said that he ate dinner for 88 cents every night. Ramen noodles. Oh, is that what's 88 cents? I'm sure. Cents? I'm sure. Because it was so precise. It's like, oh, is what do you eat that costs 88 cents? I don't know. But here's the other weird thing. 88 is yeah. my lucky number. <laughs> I think the universe is pointing you towards living in a van in a squirrel hole. <laughs> and I think you should pay attention to that right now. I also said I get sad and lonely when I am in a hotel room for more than a week. I didn't say three days. Okay, okay, a week. Let the record show. Strike it from the record. So so if, but I mean, you know, Thomas is right here. I love yeah. the road. Do I ever complain when I'm on the road, Thomas? Like going, driving. I love driving. I love, rather than flying, I love getting in the car and driving, listening to music, going to new towns, eating at new cafes and trying new coffee. You like and, being alone. You like being well, alone. Well, but I like, like Thomas, I enjoyed traveling with him. We'd have nice mm -hmm. conversations and then we'd go mm -hmm. visit my different friends and family. Oh, so you like being on the road. What I'm hearing you say, Tig, is Eating off like of a spatula. That's what <laughs> I didn't get to say. You like being sort of on your own in a carefree way being able to travel and go wherever you want whenever you want i mean sure that sounds nice i just prefer driving rather than flying because it's like your flight is at 2 oh. 30 you have to check in at this time you gotta oh, do somebody's telling yeah, you yeah whereas to do. like when you're in a hotel and you just wake up whenever you count whenever. backwards where you, when you have to be somewhere you get up you you know, get your yeah. coffee, your little you vegan. You don't have to take the trash snack. out. Oh, it's trash day. And yeah. you're already like running out the door with the garbage bag trash trying to get day. it to the curb. I'm like in, in Louisville, Kentucky at I this know, point. I know, that's what I'm saying. You don't have those. Yeah. You don't have those daily chores that, you know, are stressful and get you down. 
But I'm also saying driving versus flying. Flying, you're on a rigid oh, okay. schedule. Whereas the okay. car, you're like, oh, I can leave whenever I want and I can stop in different towns and try their cafes. And Thomas can tell me what's going on in the news and pop culture. <laughs> He'll let you know. Um, I did, did ask you, him. Did you notice that these um, climbers, a lot of them have the white like passenger van you know the weird vans that you can't see into and you're like well yeah because he has a bed back there right yeah he didn't want cheryl hines peeking her face in the window going while he's trying to sleep yeah or or shower in the van or eat off his spatula (laughs) or hang from the ceiling for an hour oh okay let's just talk about that for one second okay so alex it's interesting because you you have to be so fit and muscular to climb, to scale these mm-hmm. rocks. And Alex has a little tiny pull-up bar in his van yeah. that you have to use with your legs tucked up under you or in front of you. And so he does pull-ups. like in a, He can do everything in that van, I guess yeah. is what I'm saying. Right. And sometimes he just practices hanging from the bar. Hang, girl, hang. Hang, girl, hang. So Alex, um, you know, his father taught him how to climb rocks, right? And then his father died. Uh-huh. Clearly there were issues with his parents, right? His Well, there's this one side of his mother at this point where I she's know. like, I would never stop him. It's it's what makes him happy. And you and you listen right. to it and you go, that's so nice to, to swallow your Understand. own fears and yeah. let your child be who they are. Yeah. And then a beat later, it's like nobody said I love you. Nobody hugged me. Nobody, you know. He had to teach himself how to hug. However, right after he said that, there is a picture. I don't know if they meant to put this in there or they weren't thinking. But there's immediately after they said that, like a minute later, there's a picture of him hugging his dad. It's like, Mm. which is Mm. it? Which is it? Listen, let's give people a break. And I mean, people, they... They're going to be thankful for this break, but we will be back. And we'll, and we'll talk, we'll try to talk about the documentary. Oh. Right? I don't know. Let's see. Let's, <laughs> let's see. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available... On digital, Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we're back. Let's just get to free solo for a moment. Okay. So Alex has now climbed a lot of different 
things, mm-hmm. <laughs> places. And he wants to do El Capitan. Yeah. Because nobody's done it. It's very, very dangerous. So he really wants to do it. And he goes to Morocco mm-hmm. to train. And Jimmy Chin, the filmmaker, is Alex's friend and climbing buddy. And I'm not sure whose idea it was to actually film him climbing El Capitan. It must have been, I would imagine, Jimmy's, right? Because he's the filmmaker. Seems like it. It doesn't seem like Alex's personality to be like, right. hey, hey, all camera, yeah, all eyes on me. Yeah. And then a lot of the film is just the idea of this film crew saying this is so dangerous there's a great chance that he's gonna fall to his death while we're filming this right and you know who are we to be filming this and potentially putting his life in even more danger right because if the film crew being there changes alex's um, decision making in the in the slightest bit it could mean certain death yes so it's a hard um i see why it won the the oh now you do yeah now i see why it won the academy award i don't think i could do it i mean obviously i'm not a documentary filmmaker unless you yeah. consider me to be one because i did executive produce tig which is mm, available on no, Netflix. i don't i don't consider you go ahead but um, I cannot imagine, you know, if uh, if there was a chance. Ugh. If I, I'm behind the camera and I sneeze, Ugh. you know what I mean? I know. Or you lose your footing. Because part of the magic and the filmmaking um, art uh-huh. of this film was that these filmmakers had to also climb this mountain yes and this rock really yeah they had to climb it and then they had to station themselves at different parts of the rock in a way that would not distract alex mm-hmm. and they also had what are they called drones uh-huh and how is that not distracting i don't know i mean usually they're loud yeah they? i mean when i see a drone that's all you can think about i oh, like follow who? i mean I'm on crutches right now because there wouldn't even, I wouldn't climb in anything. And I fell. And there was not, nobody there wasn't a distracted drone, you. Nothing. Yeah. So life is difficult enough is what I'm hearing you say. And then to add a film crew filming you. Climb in the most precise manner. Yeah. A gigantic mountain. Yeah. No, thank you. And no, thanks. My God, my cousin, when she was watching this, yeah, she kept saying, she goes, oh, I couldn't do this. <laughs> I was like, of course you can't do this. You work at a, in marketing at a clothing store. <laughs> what are you talking about? Nobody thinks you no, can do yeah, it. You don't need to keep saying it. You're lying Nobody. on the couch eating a cookie I got you from the vegan bakery. Nobody here... I'm the only thinks one who thinks do you can climb this mountain. <laughs> oh, oh, like, and she would also answer with, mm-hmm. like, when the when the movie, when somebody would say something that was uh, for sure, she'd go, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe how 
involved she was. I was like, they're not talking to you, by the way. This is not a direct question or statement to you. Well, they did do such a good job with the photography. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even when Alex was not on the uh, rock, you know, Mm -hmm. even when he was just in his van, they did such a good job capturing his expressions and his emotions. And I mean, he's an odd guy. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, he's going to be an odd guy who I like him, though. I know he's he's. There's a lot of attractive qualities to Well, him. yeah. I mean, when, when his girlfriend was talking about how honest he is. Right. You definitely get the feeling that there there is nothing, there's no bullshittery with him. No. He is so not. clear yeah. and focused, and he has no reason to tell you something that's not true. Right. Which is... That is refreshing. It's really cool. I mean, it's obviously you could go, oh, is he on some sort of spectrum or is he? Yeah. But I, I kind of don't think he is. I think he is mm. just, you do? Well, I, you know, it's not for me to diagnose someone, but I think It really he, isn't. <laughs> I think his ability to connect with other people's emotions are not strong right but I don't feel like it's biological I think for him to to not be able to understand that his girlfriend is worried that he's gonna fall to his death when he does this and that will impact her life you know when he talks about it he's like she'll be okay if I die, she's going to be fine. Well, she's no, I think he's talking about how it's human nature to right. that life moves on. Right. But not it. But he's not talking about the emotions of it. He's talking about, yes, he is correct. Everybody dies. He's going to die sometimes. She's going to die. We're all going to die sometimes. And the world goes on and people figure out a way to move forward. So yes, in a very black and white way, you can say that. Yes, that I is I think true. he's also very inexperienced with relationships. And yes. I have to say, you know, I'm a little astounded by how long it kind of took me to become more aware of how to be in a relationship. Not that I was exactly like him. Right. But I just feel like, I just wasn't in tune in certain ways. Well, I think it takes a, it, it's a sort of a life lesson when you realize, oh, the things that I'm doing might impact somebody else. Because you, you know, for a while you live your life and you're like, look, I'm just doing my thing. Yeah. If you don't like it, hit the road. Let's not, you know, go round and round about this. But then you realize, oh, I love somebody and what I'm doing might impact their life and I have to take a look at that mm-hmm. but yeah so I think it's taken him a long time to get there I don't know if he's there yet but I don't think he's had a tremendous I mean maybe I'm wrong maybe he's you know he kind of painted himself as an isolated nerd for a yeah. long time and so right. I doubt he was like out in the dating scene like crazy yeah he's not on tinder no. He's not like swiping right. Like, hey, you want to meet up? How do you know which way to swipe on Tinder? Um, that's what I've heard. Swipe right. Nobody ever See, says I wouldn't swipe, know. swipe left. 
Right, have but you I not even heard swipe, swipe right? No, I have. I just don't know if swipe right means good or bad. Oh, I don't either. It must mean good, right? Because people say... I don't know. <laughs> I truly well, don't know. If you're listening and you know what swipe <laughs> right means... If you can save us from Googling <laughs> once again, please write there's in. No, there's no way we can know what that <laughs> <No>. means. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he has a girlfriend named Sonny. Uh-huh. Sansan. Isn't that what he called her? Sansan? Did he call her Sansan? I think he did. Sansan, Sansan, no. or something. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Once again, there's no, no way, way to know. know. There's no way to know. <laughs> but she's uh-uh. so cute and she seems so together and like. Yeah. Uh-huh. She, and she really, they, they seem to really love each other, which is very sweet. You're happy for, for him for that. Yeah. And so it's all, this whole story is leading up to him climbing. El Capitan. Yeah. Right? Yes. And one thing I didn't know about rock climbing, I didn't know it was such a planned out process. Like that you have to take notes? Yeah, I didn't know that he would go up and down that and take notes of what little tiny ridge yeah, I didn't he could know either. put his toe on. You know what else I don't know? I do what? not for the life of me understand how they are sticking something in a rock and hanging by the rope. I don't understand. I that don't either. get it. By the way, I okay. I, this may sound um, stupid, like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so even when they show shots of Sonny mm-hmm. at the bottom when he's practicing and she's holding a rope for him, what is the purpose of that? So she's below him and he's above her. She's letting more, giving him more rope to go higher. I think. But so what happens if he falls? But also, well. It seems like he would start falling and then it would just like pull yeah. her down. We don't, I, we <laughs> once can, again. We can speculate. <laughs> once again, there's no way yeah. of knowing. No. It doesn't make sense to me, but it must work somehow because people do it. It just well, seems it, it like must work. it would be in the cartoons where one person starts going and it's like, no. And then he pulls the other person. Anyway, can't oh, know. Don't can't know, know. Can't know. <laughs> Don't know. Can't know. <laughs> well, that's our new T-shirt. <laughs> Don't know. Can't know. Don't know. Can't know. There's no I point mean, in trying. No point in trying is what the back of the shirt says. <laughs> CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. of this 
documentary, this story is most of the people that free solo uh-huh. die. Most of them die at some point. Might not be the first time they do it, but hmm. it's the last time they do it. It's the last time. And then what you hear Alex say is, that's okay. Well, he's also talking about how you can die from anything at any point in life. Right. So why not die doing the one thing you love doing? Yeah. Is there something you love that much where you're like, Mm. is there something where you would, you, because I did relate to it with um, comedy, you Mm. know, not that I would, I I mean, I I could die in many weird ways doing comedy, but. um, Like if you went out. Well, if I was dating and somebody said, I mean, I would choose comedy over dating. If somebody was giving me an ultimatum, Mm. you know. Do you feel that way about what you do or? Uh, yes, about acting, yes. Uh-huh. I mean, but except when it comes to family, then that's different, right? Well, right, but I it, guess if it, my it, da- if my daughter said, oh my God, your acting is causing me so much pain uh-huh. and it's ruining my life, I'd be like, hmm, I guess I'll work at Taco Bell. Yeah, I mean, because that's the only other option, but... <laughs> I I mean, I told you that your acting was causing me that much pain, and I don't see you working at Taco no, Bell. No, this is not worth it for you. But I guess yeah. it's just that thing of, like, if you're with the right person, they're not going to give you an ultimatum. Right, right. I mean, this is similar but different. I was scuba diving in Trinidad okay. once. and I've I, been to Trinidad. Have you? Yeah. What did you do in Trinidad? A friend of mine lived there. Aw. Mm-hmm. Trinidad and Tobago. Yep, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It was the second time I, I had ever been diving. The only mm-hmm. time before that was just, you know, I learned at a resort. <laughs> okay. And then, you know, you go out, you go out and you do it close by your resort, and that's fine. So the second time I went scuba diving, it was in Trinidad, like on this little tiny rickety boat. Sounds very Trinidad. That some guys, you know, local guys had had filled the tanks. And I, I mean, I don't know. Did I pay a lot of attention when I got certified? I tried, but it's... I, you don't have that time? No, I don't know when you're supposed to stop, you know, if you go far down. And then it's like, oh, you come up 20 feet and stop and re... You don't have time to listen and get those kind of details. <laughs> so when I find You'll myself it in, later. in the middle of, you know, no. I'm in a boat off of Trinidad and the guy is like, here's what's going to happen. We're going to go down. We're going to go through some thermal something. There's going to be bubbles. It's going to feel really cold. You're not going to be able to see. And then we're going to go even further down. And I was like, um, can you hold my hand? Which he did. This sweet guy from Trinidad is literally holding my hand. And um, I thought I was going to die because I didn't know what I was doing. And Die we really, or dive? Well, die. And then when we got up before the second dive, he was like, you're using too much oxygen. Like, you can't use that much oxygen in your, in your, from your tank. We still have another dive. And I said, well, I think I'm going to die down there. So every breath I feel like is my last. And I'm like, <gasps> And he said, that's not how you do it. Uh-huh. He said, you need to take measured breaths. So then I had a talk with myself, and I said, you know what? Today might be the day that I die. Oh, you're a crazy person. 
And it might be under the water while I'm looking at beautiful fish. Hmm. And I need to be okay with that. Hmm. And I said, okay, I'm okay with it. The second dive I went down there and I'm looking at all the beautiful fish and the coral and I'm like, could could die. I could die right now, but that's okay. I'm going down and this is the last thing I'm going to see and that's going to be beautiful. What ended up happening? I died. No. Um, <laughs> you know, I made it through. I didn't use as much oxygen that time. Uh-huh. But I thought, oh, if I was a scuba diver and I really loved this and I died while I was scuba diving, it's, it's okay. Mm-hmm. That's what these people, they can die doing it and they're okay with it. Mm-hmm. Have I been back to Trinidad with the rickety boat and the <laughs> weird, weird tanks? No. Every Christmas. Every Christmas, I'm there scuba diving. (laughs) But anyway, back to Alex. Alex, so these guys, right before he uh, does this climb, his friend and fellow climber, Uli Mm -hmm. Steck, dies. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it was, one might think when you're watching the film, oh, Alex is going to have a realization and, be like, you know what? Not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth it for me to do this. See, that but didn't does, cross my but mind. But does he? <laughs> it really didn't. I was like, oh. 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 Sorry for your loss. Now where were we? <laughs> well, that's exactly what Alex did. So this is all about mindset and when the moment's right. And so this film crew... Did it seem to you that every day the film crew would wake up and be like, today could be the day and we've got to be ready to, to go yeah, if yeah. he's feeling it? Yeah. And by the way, we're talking about waking up at, what, 2.30 in the morning, mm-hmm. 3 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And the film crew has to climb the mountain and get into place. How long were you thinking it was going to take him to climb that mountain? I were had like, no... like, oh my gosh, is this a day or a week? I had no idea of the time. Yeah. I'm like... It was never clear how long right. this... And also, the obvious question, where do you yeah. go to the bathroom? I guess just oh. up on a rock in a corner, you know. That never crossed my mind, but... Interesting. But now that you say it, one more reason not to rock climb. I mean, he, I'm sure, could go into some crevice or, you know, if need be, he could urinate on just himself. Whip it. Yeah, he doesn't need to go into a crevice. There's nobody around. There's camera crews. Well, he just like p- p- pulls it out and lets it fly. Okay, what if he has to go back rather than front? Well, I think this is like the artist is present, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even let's talk about acting for a moment. When you have to poop. Well, if when you know acting? that you're going to be on, if you know that you're going to be on set doing something, let's say you know. Tomorrow you're going to be in a rig, your car, you know, when you shoot a driving scene and your mm. car is, is on a, um, trailer. it's on a truck. Yeah, yeah. It's on a trailer and you're in this car all day for you, 12 hours. You basically. bring toilet paper. <laughs> well, you're not going to, you know, eat, um, bean burritos for breakfast. You're not going to do something that's unpredictable because you're going to be like, okay, I know if I eat- So that's what gets your train going <laughs> being burritos i'm just saying you know enough to be sort of self-disciplined to say you okay. eat a wheel of cheese <laughs> <laughs> you 
you a loaf think, of bread. You think ahead and you go, okay, t- today is not the day to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Today's not the day to order an X, Y, and Z burrito. <laughs> it's like, let's just go go light. Yeah, but and... you're sitting in a car on a trailer that somebody's pulling you around town as a yeah. movie star. This guy's climbing a mountain. Right. It'd probably do him some good to have a bean burrito. He needs... <laughs> on the side of the mountain... He's not going to eat that before he goes up. He does not want to poop while he's climbing. No, I don't think pooping is his, like, what he's thinking about. I think getting up that mountain and yes. and, and protein, such as a bean burrito, <laughs> might do him some good. He's not going to be like, oh, this is going to do me some good. However, what if I have to poop? I do think he thinks that. Alex, if you're listening, could you Alex, please write please. in? Tell us. Have you ever had to poop on the side of a <laughs> mountain rock? There's no place to poop. You can go into like one of those little, uh, like a, there, well, yeah. There's like a little hut crack Crabbit. every now and then. There's a little a hut, hut crack. Yeah, there's like a little hut crack. Like if it was raining <laughs> or the wind was blowing, you get in a little hut crack. And hmm. I don't think those are technically the names of them, but they're you'll, <laughs> you'll know no one. Know. You'll know no one when you see one. You'll if you if you have to poop and you are climbing a mountain, and go you see what looks to be a hut crack, go in there. It's like a rest area when you're driving on the freeway. <laughs> if you see it coming up, it's like okay, I got to. Yeah, there's a sign it. that says hut crack ahead. <laughs> 20 minutes away hut crack just hold b-y-o-t-p it. yeah what are they using we're getting bogged down with well this. probably if you are able to stop in a spot cleaning yourself probably it's the least of it's your least... you could table it you could table, table it <laughs> yeah. you could table it okay so or you could take... use your shirt i could see alex uh-uh. being like you know what i'm just gonna use my shirt and then yeah. toss this baby yeah. yeah yeah if i know alex if I know Alex, and I think I know Alex. Uh, that's just, our Alex. He'll wipe it. Well, he'll wipe oh, it. Alex. He'll wipe himself. His own hut crack. Classic Alex. Yeah. Hey, Alex. Hey. Hey. Uh, okay, let's wind it down. You ready? So mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you how this ends. Okay. Um. He lives. <laughs> oh, my God. I think it's clear he lived because we're saying, hey, Alex, hey. If he had died right. some horrendous death, we would right. know that in the back of our minds. That's And we that's wouldn't be saying, true. hey, Alex, hey. Right. And then you even whispered, I still don't think he's probably great at it, or whatever you did earlier, <laughs> oh, no. which also implies that he lived. So you spilled beans out of your bean burrito the whole episode. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. So, uh, yes. Okay. He lives. He does it. The film crew is there. They they do. They all ex- died. They no, But they did an extraordinary job. Like yeah. the close-ups of Alex climbing this. Oh, my God. His fingertips. You could see, his, like, uh, the cuticle. Yeah. And just the expression on, on Alex's face of mm-hmm. pure joy. Yeah. Was really something. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's it. He he bought a house with Sonny. That's it. That is <laughs> a complete <laughs> rundown yes. of the movie. Talk about not being precise. <laughs> we are the opposite of Alex. 
<laughs> we are the uh, we we only live in the gray area. Oh He's my black God. and white. We're just he like, would mm. hate us. Oh, he would hate us. He would hate us. A lot of chit chat about nothing yeah. and lots of feelings. <laughs> <laughs> lots of wrong all information. The things, <laughs> all the things that he hates. Yeah. Although I did say I'd, I could live in a van. Yeah, you said you could live in a van. If Stephanie was sitting here, she'd be like, yeah, yeah, she could. Would Stephanie live in a van? No. no. She's not. Oh, God. No. No. Would she, would no. Stephanie eat? Uh, no. 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 <laughs> Whatever you're about to say, the no, answer Yeah, is no, no, no. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, we just had an update from Thomas. I already knew this because I did. You did? Go- I, I did. I did some research on them. Not only did they get married, she's pregnant. Alex and Sonny got married in 2020, and now she's pregnant. That's so sweet. I know. I wonder how it will change his personality when he has so much more even to live for. To live for. He did talk about that, too. Mm-hmm. This is also why it won the Academy Award. I think at some point he even said, maybe one day when I have more to live for, mm-hmm. I'll feel differently about this. Gosh, and then what if he continues to do that? Don't you think his Ooh. wife will be like, wait a minute, what else that's do you a- need? <laughs> that's a slap in the face. <laughs> Jeez. Ooh, okay. Are you ready for our final thoughts? Yeah. It's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry? Um, no, but I kind of thought you would have. Because it's mm. one of those physical things. It's like dancing with the stars. I'm not saying it's the same. But, but it's somebody pushing themselves physically. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe Cheryl cried. cried. Maybe she showed some sort of emotion. No. Mm-mm. I didn't. I didn't cry either. But I, uh, I thought it was incredible. It was incredible. But also it didn't feel, it felt like he's going to be okay either way. If he died, he's okay. If he makes it, he's okay. Yeah, but what about Sansan or Sansan or whatever her name is? Well, I I bet if he didn't is make it. Is it Sani or Sani? You know what? There's no way. There's no, no way. way. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> who were you attracted to? Don't know, to? can't know. <laughs> Don't know, can't know. Okay, well, I find them both very attractive. Yes. And I would have to say the homo in me. Yeah. Whoever you pick, I'll pick the other one. Okay. Because I'm attracted to both of them as well. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, me too. But I, the, the homo in me is like 100% Sansan Sansan or whatever yeah. her name is. She's very cute. She's so cute. She's so pretty. And she's so cool. Yeah. And she really exudes like a light, doesn't she? Yeah. There's something. Yeah. Funny. And she's, you know... I feel like there could be moments where if somebody's overly dramatic, they could have really played up that yes. those these emotional moments where she's right. scared or right. And it really felt very personal and deeply it just didn't seem at all directed or connected to the camera being there. Yeah. Like she she was processing. Yeah. yeah. And I just I feel like she also seems as honest there's more of an emotional honesty and emotional yes. connection with her, but they both seem 
like very true people. Yes. Very authentic. Yeah. Um, well, Alex is a very, it's interesting. He's very handsome and he has a million dollar smile. You don't see it very often, but when he smiles, it's like, whoa, Alex. Did hey, you Alex. Hey, of course hey, I did. Hey, Alex. Hey. You know what I loved about him? What? And this is probably what I relate to. But whenever he was talking in a group, like he was clearly hired to go somewhere and talk. Yeah. He had like bedhead. <laughs> I know. Like no matter where he was or what he was yeah. doing, it's like that's he just not... got out of the van. Yeah. I feel like yeah. my whole life at home is Stephanie taking pictures of the back of my head. Well, I'm looking at your hair right now and it's something else. <laughs> <laughs> your hair is like, it is like bedhead. It is like, I don't yeah. know what I need a haircut. style is. I, yeah. But yeah, uh, Alex is really, there is something about him that most people don't have and it's hard to articulate. Yeah. So if either of them find themselves interested <laughs> in two more partners. We could fold you in somehow. <laughs> so hit us up. Or DM fold us. us in somehow. <laughs> could you imagine if... Either of them were listening to this, they would be like, gross. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because of you? Uh, I'm not going to say. <laughs> okay. Um, by the way, next week we'll be watching Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, which mm -hmm. you can watch on Netflix. Great. Let's move on to true fan mail. Okay. Marin D writes... Mm -hmm. Hey, Marin. Oh, hey, Marin D. Hey. <laughs> Some older members of my family would often moon each other, and everyone just thought it was hilarious. And so, of course, I thought it must be something you do to people you love. <laughs> At the time, I was about five, and I had just got my first two-piece bathing suit. Ugh, this can't end well. <laughs> it was brown and had white and gold ruffles on it and reminded me a lot of the sofa in my aunt and uncle's basement, as only a bathing suit from the 80s could. I was playing on the slip and slide in my backyard with my neighborhood friends, having a blast. Yeah. When I noticed my sweet, kind, elderly neighbors, Sandy and Howie, doing yard work. They were so great. They, they let us ride our big wheels in their driveway and always had popsicles on hand for us as kids. Anyway, I decided that it would be great <laughs> if I mooned them to show them I cared. And I also had easy access to my butt because I was wearing a two-piece. Oh, my gosh. So I called out their names and mooned them. <laughs> horrified my no parents were horrified for you <laughs> my parents were horrified and that was the first time i ever got ground i was ever grounded oh oh my gosh that seems Marinty. a little harsh that does seem a little harsh our sons walk around mooning not dropping like f-bombs and oh. <laughs> and we're just like don't say that at school or if yeah. you're at your friend's houses well, Marin D, I'm sorry that happened. I'm sorry you got grounded. I hope if you're a parent that you're not that intense about a mooning misunderstanding. 
have some compassion. I could understand if you were like a 13 year old boy and you're mooning the next door neighbors, you might be like, right. This is so inappropriate. It would be so telling that your son was like trying to do something weird and bad to get attention, to get negative attention. Yeah. Whereas this is a five year old. (laughs) five-year-old who was like oh my god my favorite neighbors grounded for a month (laughs) (laughs) i stuck my tongue out at my mom once when i was i mean i was pretty old i was like 10 what a nerd well in truth it was behind her back i didn't i didn't do it to her even nerdier (laughs) (laughs) well i thought i was but she uh, she put Tabasco sauce on my tongue and then made me say my name and my address three times. Is that normal? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying getting I feel grounded. like that time period is normally <laughs> just like you just got kicked and hit across the room or That's something. True. Yeah, my mom was but creative. Like, Tabasco sauce. And tell me your address three times. <laughs> Cracky. Cracky was being creative. My mother used to send me to my room and she couldn't handle it. That was it? Well, I'm saying like when she would send me to my room, she would come in and she'd be like, oh, sweetie. I like she just couldn't even deal with it. <laughs> she couldn't deal with it. It was too. It was too. She, could, she was she just like, take just it to the next sweetie, level. don't, just please uh, don't do, please don't say, please, I don't want you in your bedroom. That's, this isn't what I this want. Is too hard for you. Ugh, please, just come out of your room, but just don't say that again. You know, is that kind of. Yeah, that's very sweet. My mom would spank us with a um, flip flop, which. Oh, Florida. <laughs> By the way, I mean, I got you, spanked when I was little. I'm just saying, like, when yeah. I was older. When you, you were know. older. Yeah. But being spanked with a flip flop, it's um, trashy. It, you can barely feel it, but we all sort of had a pact like, nobody tell mom you can't feel it with a flip flop. <laughs> also, that is, by the time it, <laughs> it is very Florida. It's so trashy, Florida. <laughs> take off this rubber it's like i'm gonna suffocate you with a tube top (laughs) (laughs) oh the things that define us i'm gonna wash your mouth out with margaritas (laughs) (laughs) with rum Uh, come here little girl i'm gonna wash your mouth out with rum I'm going to spank you with a flip-flop, then wash your mouth out with rum and just suffocate you with a tube top. I mean, to this day, I do like flip-flops and I like spicy food. So I don't know what that means. Nothing. Means nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Means absolutely nothing. You don't have to get spanked with a flip-flop or have your mouth washed out with Tabasco to like spicy food. Right. <laughs> flip-flops um all right take well that was a lot of fun mm-hmm. do you have anything to promote oh yes well uh curb your enthusiasm season 11 comes out in october and i am shooting season two of the flight attendant Woohoo! 
Finally able to announce it. Congrats. I can speak of it now. But that's exciting. That's very exciting. I know lots of secrets and twists and turns I can't talk about. I love a twist. I love a turn. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, what about you, Tig? Do you well, have anything? I'm about to um, do, I'm about to, uh, I was tapped yeah. to be <laughs> yes. in a um, very big rom-com. Ooh. Very big rom-com. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Can you say? It, has, it hasn't hit the trades yet. It has not hit the trades yet. And Lord knows I won't read about it when it does. <laughs> You won't even you won't even know what's out there. I'll look for it. Yeah. I'll keep an eye out for it. Uh, I'm sure it'll be announced in the next month or two. But um, you can always just watch my HBO specials. I have two mm-hmm. on there. I got okay. Netflix specials. I have my own mm-hmm. Doc Tig on Netflix. That's nice. And uh, I'm in New Orleans uh, shooting a movie. And I have another podcast called Don't Ask Tig that Cheryl's been on. It's a popular episode. Oh, oh. I, I have a get book. Back and listen to it. I have a book called <clears throat> I'm Just a Person, Okay, which I we, prove over and over, especially when I we, fell and you am on crutches now. Oh. Okay. What happened? You, did you twist something? I, uh, I injured my knee. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds painful. All right. Well. Okay. Should we do it again? Yeah, let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willette. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willette with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at TigandCherylTrueStory at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.